Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know who Mark Drumheller is rooting for? The Philadelphia Eagles to win the NFC East. Let's bring him in. He is a betting analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook. Also, weekend host on the BetQL Network. Mark, good morning to you. I'll, I'll, <laughs> you're right about that. I had to squeeze in a big country reference. I, I heard Grizzlies. I had to do it. Is there a team or a guy, someone you grew up with that just stands out that you cheered for when you were a kid? Yeah, well, as you know, the, you know, the Eagles weren't always you know, odds on favorites to win the NFC. So when I was a kid, you know, the losing wears on you. You didn't have free agency, so you didn't have to hope every year the teams in the NFL have now. So I actually used to root for the Seahawks a little bit. You know, they were my second team on the side as a young kid. Um, You know, they're bringing back those throwback uniforms, those Mm -hmm. blue and silver throwbacks. So that kind of strikes a chord with me. But I did, you know, a little Dave Craig, Steve Largent, you know, that that kind of connection. It was nice. Penn State, Kurt Warner. So, uh, you know, they they were the team that I followed back then, uh, you know, as a kid. You know, AFC, far away from the NFC. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was acceptable until I got a little bit older. Those were some good teams. And Kurt Warner's a good reference, too. He was a hell of a running back. People forget about those Seahawks teams, but they had some great talent there. So, let's shift to your current team, the Philadelphia Eagles. And when you look at trying to repeat as division champions, which you know the stat has been done since 2005 in the NFC East. Why is that? And can you make the case? I would think so that the Eagles can do it again this year. 
Yeah, it just speaks to the competitiveness of the division, I think. You know, you, you, when you look back and, you know, over the past, I guess, close to a decade now, right? It'll, it'll be a decade, mm-hmm. you know, next year, but uh, two decades next year. But, yeah, it's just a competitive division. And I think it's one of those fluky things where it's like, hey, you know, like the NFL, there's a lot of parity. And this is just the one division that just you kind of see somebody else um, – you know, hop up there and win. I don't put too much stock into it. I know it seems like, hey, you're just going to throw away, you know, 19 years of data or whatnot. But I, I just think it's more of sort of like a, a fluky thing. Like, I don't think it's really predictive. Um, you know, I, I just think that there's, you know, an opportunity here for the Eagles when you look at the division to where, you know, they could do it. They could be the first team, you know, in a long time to repeat mm-hmm. as champions the way things are set up. All right, so let's look at some sabotage factors because I think on paper, everybody knows that this Eagles team is good. And especially in the NFC, we were talking about this before you came on, how the NFC looks like there are only really a few teams that are head and shoulders above the rest of the teams as opposed to the AFC that seems like there are a lot of uh, cooks in the kitchen uh, to say when when you're looking at teams that could win it all. All right, so what are the sabotage factors for the Eagles this season? Yeah, well, I think it's the trenches, right? And that's kind of their strength. Like, Howie Roseman's done an incredible job in building the trenches. You look on the defensive line, you know, they lose Javon Hargrave, uh, who had double-digit sacks last year. They keep four people with double-digit sacks this year, right? And they have that veteran leadership to bring along Jalen Carter. And on the offensive side, you have guys like Kelsey. You have guy like guys like Lane Johnson, right? But when you think of the Eagles – you kind of do think of that offense. The NFL is an offensive league. So I think if they start getting injuries early in the season um, to that offensive line, the guys like Kelsey, Lane Johnson, you know, is these veterans are a little bit older. They have a good mix of youth in there, you know, Landon Dickinson, those guys. But if if those key components um, go down early, I think that could, that could sabotage them. Because if that, then that's, you know, bleeds into the protection of Jalen Hurts and your ability to keep him healthy, the running game, being able to bounce the offense, protect your quarterback. He's going to have to be more mobile. I think it's just kind of a trickle-down effect that could see things um, go south. We're talking with Mark Drumheller, betting analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook, also a weekend host on the BetQL Network. Mark, I, I feel like, and, and I want you to set me straight here, but I love what the Eagles did at running back after losing Miles Sanders because DeAndre Swift was a beast in Detroit, and if Rashad Penny can stay healthy, then he's a guy who, and I know that's a big if, can absolutely produce. I think they did a great job across the board of mitigating some of their losses, particularly at that running back position. Yeah, and what really separates, you know, the good teams in, in the NFL between, you know, the rest of the pack is the depth. And mm-hmm. we see that at the, yeah. you know, running back position now. You know, you have a guy, you bring in a guy like DeAndre Swift, who, yes, you know, has had some injuries, you know, early in his career. You have a guy like Rashad Penny, you know, history of injuries as well. You have Kenneth Gainwell. Um, but when you put all those guys together, you're not depending on any of them to carry the load. You're not depending on any of them to, you know, play 17 games. So you can work them as a committee when they're healthy. When one guy's down, another guy can step up. And, um, you know, and plus, you know, it gives them, uh, you know, a lot of versatility on offense with their different skill sets, um, you know, when they are on healthy and when they can rotate them in on the field during during the season. But I think that's really the key is, is that, you know, they're not dependent on just one guy to carry the load and they can bring in these guys with their unique skill sets to really, uh, you know, give defenses a hard time. 
All right, so let's look at some Eagles bets for the betters out there mm-hmm. because this is a betting show. So here are some of the bets that you can make over at BetMGM. Win total for the Eagles this year, 11.5. It's actually juiced the under at minus 130 to win the NFC East, minus 110 to win the NFC. Only plus 260, but like I said, not many teams really in contention there. Or to win the Super Bowl, 8-1. to one. Is there anything on the Eagles that uh, you want to put your money on? Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, so I think, that, you know, the best bet, the best way to attack the Eagles, and it's going to sound conservative, but just bet them to win the NFC East. Because I, I think when you're looking at, you know, conference odds and whatnot, the, the number's pretty short. You know, and you need a lot to fall into place, right? You know, the the NFL, crazy things happen with injuries and, you know, somebody goes down and can change the course of your season. But I really like where they are in the division. Um, When you look at the teams in the division, the way the schedule sets up, I think it's going to be pretty important because you see Dallas and you see Philadelphia with, you know, pretty much soft starts to the season. You know, the Eagles get the Patriots who are looking at a down year, and then they get Minnesota. Then it's, you know, Washington, the Rams, right? So, you know, Washington's a divisional game, but, um, you know, not really playoff teams from last year. Um, But when you look at the other two teams, when you look at the Giants and you look at Washington, um, they're going to start rough. I mean, especially the Giants. You know, there's a reason that the Giants' win total is only a half game higher than it opened last year. Last year it opened at seven. They surprised everybody. Um, This year it's at seven and a half. And if you look at the Giants' season last year, it was really predicated a lot on starting strong. They started six and one. Saquon Barkley was averaging over 100 yards rushing per game. And then teams started to adjust. And they only won four of their last 12 games. You know, one of those, the playoff wins. So we got to give them a little bit of credit there. But Barkley's production dropped to about 50, I want to say, eight rushing yards per game. Um, and, you know, you look at the Giants, how they start the season. Dallas, they get a break at Arizona, but it's a game that they can't slip on. Then they get at San Francisco, Seattle, um, Miami, Buffalo. So it gets really, really difficult. So if that's a team that starts off slow, you know, how does Brian Dable hold that locker room together? And I think you're going to see the same dynamic with Washington. That's a team that has to go at Denver, Buffalo, at Philadelphia in weeks two, three, and four. If this team starts off one and three, you know, we already seen the grumblings from the players about Eric Bieniemy and the coaching staff, Ron Rivera going to be on the hot seat. Things could get really ugly quick for those two teams. So I think that's going to play a big role when you look at how the Eagles win in the, as far as the division is concerned. It's really going to come down to them in Dallas. And, uh, you know, between those two teams, Dallas, a lot of talent. But um, not real comfortable with Mike McCarthy taking over the play calling there. There's just some some red flags I see with that team. Um, you know, uh, Zach Martin up front. But, you know, so that's really why I think the Eagles are probably the best team to win the division. Mark, what would you say about Jalen Hurts at 11-1 to to win MVP? I think – Patrick Mahomes would have won it regardless last year, but Jalen Hurts was neck and neck for a while before he got banged up at the end of the year. Yeah, so it's it's he's obviously there's some value there. When you look at the MVP award, you got to look at the top teams because it's usually going to be a team a player player that has a you know a dynamic season 
with a team that's going to be up there and going to be competitive. And I think what makes Hertz valuable in this market is he's still ascending. Like, like he, yes, mm-hmm. he took a massive leap last year, but um, he's still going to get even better within the offense. So we still haven't seen him reach his ceiling. And if the Eagles are winning games and he's able to put up numbers, um, I, I think he's up there and running. I mean, I, I think, you know, you look at all those top guys, Mahomes, Burrow, like they're all going to be there, but I think Jalen Hurts is definitely in the mix. Yeah, so what about the defense? I know you've kind of touched on this, but this is a defense that had all of these sacks last year. Hassan Reddick had 16 sacks last year. What do we expect from this defensive line this year? Is it going to be just as nasty as we saw last year? I think so. I mean, they, they lose Hargrave, but they get Jalen Carter, who looked great in his first preseason game. Again, it's preseason, right? So, you know, you take it for a grain mm-hmm. of salt. But um, I don't expect them to lose too much. They bring back both corners. You know, obviously, you have to change at the defensive coordinator position. We might see, you know, some adjustment there, right? I think they're going to be a little bit more aggressive. That was something that, you know, we kind of had a love-hate relationship with Jonathan Gannon about. You know, we, we love the results. We went to the Super Bowl, but they weren't really, you know, aggressive on defense the way I think Philadelphia fans would have liked them to be. So I think we'll see a little bit more aggression out of them. But, you know, like I said, they bring back both corners. They they have four guys last year who had double-digit sacks, so they're going to be able to pressure the quarterback. And that's really the name of the game in the NFL. Like, if you can cover receivers long enough to let your pass rush get home, that's how you stop, um, you know, NFL offenses. He is Mark Drumhiller. Check him out as a betting analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook and as weekend host on the BetQL Network. Mark, thanks for being with us, and good luck to your Eagles, and enjoy those Seahawks throwbacks because I'm a big uniform guy, and those are nice. I can't wait to see those. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Chelsea, are you a uniform person? I'm a big uniform person, but some people don't care. I love different uniforms, designs, throwbacks. Sometimes I like them. Sometimes I hate them. Are you someone who cares or are you just apathetic to it all? I am interested, but I wouldn't go as far as being like a uniform person. Even though I'll mm-hmm. say this, did you see where the Bucks had like creamsicle day yesterday? Oh, and they yeah. had this like creamsicle mobile, which is like a scooter that had like this huge helmet attached to it. And it had like the logo, you know, like the the buck on it and Mike Evans was driving around in it. He looks very goofy. And I felt really sad because this would have been perfect for Jameis Winston. Like Jameis Winston is the guy that needed to be driving this goofy helmet car. And he's playing for the saints. Now I miss Jameis. I miss his workout videos. Have we seen any of those this off season? Jameis is my dude. He is your dude. Well, he had a good run. You know, he had a couple moments there in the NFL. Actually, the the most impressive thing that Jameis ever did was showcase those workout videos, I think. Yeah, they were so goofy. You thought to yourself, oh my God, this guy was the number one overall pick? Oh my God, Actually, Jameis. I take that back. The highlight was him eating a W. Remember that when he played and he was oh, looking yeah. his fingers? The speeches. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> inspirational can't wait for the ted talk for more listen to the daily tip presented by betmgm weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts